Welcome to the Corporate Corner. My name is Mats Andersson. And I'm Ariel Green Andersson. We'll share with you conversations with people from around the world about their corporate experiences. At TCC, we look forward to together creating community. Hello everyone and welcome to the Corporate Corner 2.0. Let's call it the season two. I left you a little bit hanging in the first season without a proper farewell. I I was uh, going on podcast overload. I wasn't sure where we were going with this. And um, yeah, there was a lot of going on in our private life. We I was waiting for my visa for the US. Um, We had a transatlantic move ahead of us and there was a lot of things going on so now we're back and a couple of reasons for that one is i missed it i missed the conversations with the people i love that and there was a lot of people checking in asking uh, what's going on where are you what's happening why is there no podcast and uh, then also as i left the podcast up there available I saw that it was still every week people coming from some corner of the world listening and yeah that touches me so here we are back again pretty much the same format but I would like to broaden it a little bit so if we were very corporate centric in the first one I would like to have this time some people who are not yet in the corporate and uh, hope maybe to get in there or people who have left the corporate or people who just do normal jobs which are not considered a corporate environment because I think everyone has a beautiful unique story and when you dig a little bit under the surface each story is interesting each person is interesting it's uh, fantastic the what we create in a life, even if um, when you look at it every day, it doesn't seem so fantastic often. But when you meet someone and ask someone about their life, that I find it nearly always super interesting. So um, let's see if we can broaden that a little bit. And uh, also, yeah, every now and then we'll have uh, me talking about some subject see how that goes as a good exercise for me who um, struggles to talk more than 15 minutes about something we will hear maybe sometimes Ariel and me sometimes Ariel and I would also like to do some uh, flashbacks uh, from uh, <clears throat> from season one to uh, give some excerpts of uh, interesting moments uh, that will of course require a lot of listening before and editing but uh, we'll see if we can do that we were doing that on the other podcast we keeping the parenting one and it was pretty successful pretty appreciated these uh, flashbacks so let's see if we can do that and otherwise on a private note yeah we moved to california in october to northern california and um, if you ever done a transatlantic continental move you know what that is if you haven't it's it's pretty tough uh, if you if you don't have a company in the back uh, taking care of everything uh, it's it's pretty challenging 
So we squeezed our life into one 30-foot container and uh, shipped it over. And uh, when you have put everything in the container, the rest you have in your house or flat, it just needs to go. So it was selling and uh, giving away and at the end there was no other option than to throw away or put on the street. So that was quite a ride, but that was a long time ago now. And now we're here starting a new life. A um, couple of challenges to that. We're both trying to find a way to get our, some secure income. And uh, that will maybe be a, an episode in itself to talk a little about these challenges. Uh, yeah, so now we are in Northern California and it is as fantastic as one could imagine. It's sunny and people are nice. The sun literally goes up every day. The rain season seems to be over. People said to me that it could last for months. We had a maximum of 30 days of rain and now, yeah, it's sunny every day. And uh, for a Swede, that is pretty amazing. In Sweden, in the summer, every day there is sun you like you have to just to take advantage of it because the next day it might not be there and you never know when it's going to come back and here it's just like the clockwork it comes back every day second thing is the people yeah they are amazing and they're so approachable in this little town we live it's uh, maybe 10 20 thousand people i think um you, you meet people on the street everybody says hello or smile uh, when you go to a shop um, you talk to the person selling everybody is small talking about life and uh, you can talk to anyone sitting next to you anywhere and they will talk to you nicely and at least once or twice a week someone stops me on the street and asks, what is that weird accent is it are you German or from Scandinavia and then they have some grandfather who is grandmother who is from Sweden and they want to chat. So for someone like me who is an extrovert or have become an extrovert, it is pretty amazing. It's it's really, really nice to uh, be surrounded with people who are willing to talk and they are, they are always friendly. It just, it's so shocking to me. So <laughs> it's so nice. Amazing. Uh, so big thumbs up for Northern California and maybe Southern California as well. I haven't been there yet, but I guess it's it's pretty same everywhere. And then, yeah, um, the, when talking to all these people, uh, that one thing comes up and that and I wanted to talk a little bit about that. It's people are, a lot of people are saying that uh, it's very hostile environment at the moment and uh, I think I mean it's partially political but I think it also goes into spheres of the of the corporate I mean for me I'm following politics in three countries so US Sweden and France I would say and um, if you follow that on social media and see what people say to each other and um, how they interact it's extremely extremely polarized and it's, it's pretty sad to see how extremely rude people are to each other <laughs> but and I mean this this is 
views that are never going to converge. But I, I do think there is a spillover to the to the real life from the political life. Uh, um, I remember the first blog I wrote about um, in the corporate corner. You can have a look back and look at it. It, it was about my neighbor in Sweden who um, started to collect beehives a couple of years ago not collect but he started yeah he wanted to have bees so he bought four beehives and I think each beehive have like 40 50,000 bees inside and we talked about this with Tony I remember as well Tony Schiavo in that conversation and um, yeah so that when we were sitting in his garden we were attacked by his bees and um, uh, then someone told him that yeah but it's because you're your queen is is mean you need to change the queen so he ordered a queen by the post comes delivered in a little package you put it in the beehive and then the other bees eat their way through this little package and i think the first bee queen they killed and uh, the second one um, was a nice one and um, Within three days, these 50,000 bees changed their behavior. And I do think that humans are pretty similar. Um, when, when you have the biggest bully in the schoolyard being the president of the United States, I do think that that is Im impacting people. Uh, and I do think it goes beyond it could be that i have a bias here but i could see the shift uh, when um, after the elections in 2016 within the corporate life when you have the most powerful man in the world behaving like a it gives a green light to all other dicks out there to have similar behavior. I wouldn't have been watching this so closely if I hadn't. It started already in 2007 when um, Nicolas Sarkozy was elected uh, president in France. And I remember that time we were in, a, where I was working, we were in a big reorganization and uh, one of the managers, the senior managers talked to me the day after the elections and uh, said uh, to me that he will have to do like Nicolas Sarkozy he will have to rassembler which in the French word for yeah putting people together who are not necessarily going together and um, I was so surprised when I heard that one is that it uh, <laughs> it surprised me first but he I never saw Sarkozy, who was someone who was rassembly people or various parties. And I didn't, especially didn't see this manager as someone who was doing that. But what struck me was that someone saw a, a politician and uh, directly mirrored it to himself. I, I would never imagine that from, from myself. And that since then I've been keeping kind of close watch on that, probably over over analyzing this, but it I, I, I think I saw a shift. 
and uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, there is behaviors out there that were not there before so yeah well i think uh, try to be kind to each other and uh, don't get uh, impacted by the bullies on the top and uh, then I just recently read a very interesting book. So, well, still a little bit too much politics here, but I need to get this out. So the book is called um, A Very Stable Genius, Donald J. Trump's Testing of America. So it's a brilliant book, I think, written by two Washington Post journalists. Well, it's biased. It's not extremely flattering from the, for the president. And basically it shows what a rough ride uh, the new administration had when they started how nearly everyone who was close to the president was kicked out sooner or later and i think that continues and um, it, it, it's an interesting book about the inside of the as much inside they could have from a or hundreds uh, interviews um, but what I wanted to say with that, in, in it's that there was a lot of things not working. The total new team came on, and but my point here is that it always works out. So every you, once you get in somewhere, you can always manage. It will always work out somehow. The difficulty is often to get in and to be able to do things. But if you get a chance, then take it. It will work out. It's very, very difficult to totally fail with something um, that you at least cannot justify that you have done what you think was the right thing. But now, having said that, I think one thing that the President of the United States must get credit for is that uh, he believed that he was going to be, become President and nobody thought of that. And I think he came there mainly because of his extreme willpower to go there. He has saw himself, he's going to be president, I'm going to go there, I'll be it. And uh, that is a lesson for many of us who have limiting beliefs and think that we cannot do that thing or we cannot achieve that or we are, we are too bad in that to do. No, he is just he just went for it. He got it. So I think that's a lesson of, of, uh, that everybody can could learn from. Oh, that was probably too much politics. But bottom line here, behavior matters. And uh, politicians should be more careful on how they interact. It's not a, just to get the next like. And uh, the same in... Um, same for leaders uh, behavior matters and trickles down there is no way around it good or bad over to the podcast and uh, the frequency of this ariel made it clear to me that my idea of uh, publishing kind of when i think it's suitable it's not really working and i kind of agree with that now you need a kind of a the listeners, you listeners out there, you need to have something to expect and look forward to. 
and know that it's coming and um I'm pretty impressed by all that. I think there's 700,000 podcasts out there now. Yeah, most of them just delivering weekly. And it, it's Im- impressive the the amount of effort that goes into that. And uh, I don't know how many are profitable. I would say it's 2-3% maybe who are really making good money on it. So that is uh, pretty impressive, the dedication of the people out there. So what I suggest is uh, let's do bi-weekly every second Friday and if by some miracle we're going to have a lot of interviews recorded then we could um, publish them like every week we'll see how that goes and then let's target I would say 10-20 episodes in this second season and yeah it's all about the journey so we'll see how it goes and but count on it at least every second friday and um, so in the first conversation coming then in two weeks you'll meet a canadian former soccer pro who is uh, now running a startup looking forward to share that with you and um, yeah if we talk about a little bit the the quality of the the product here um, maybe people would be expecting much better audio quality because we were struggling a little bit with that in season one and um, I'm sorry to say it's not going to be better because in Prague at least we had a kind of quite good recording room for for ourselves and um, when when we were doing that and now we are a little bit um, struggling with wi-fi connections here so as I do a lot of uh, Still a lot of conversations via Skype. It's even more challenging to find a good spot here. So bear with us for the quality of the sound that might sometimes not be what you would like to hear. And um, yeah, if we could uh, fix that, we would do it. And uh, hopefully there will be some solutions coming up here with uh, some nice places we could work with to get better audio quality and maybe a last word if you're still with me uh, if you want to help us share this episode with someone and uh, that would mean a lot to us and uh, to to get a little bit broader audience would be fantastic thank you very much have a wonderful week and uh, yeah talk to you soon Thanks for listening to The Corporate Corner. If you want to know more about us, read our blog and see notes about today's show and link to the podcast, go to our website, www.thecorporatecorner.net. There you also find links to our social media presence as well as means to support us. If you want to get in touch or share a corporate experience, write us at info at thecorporatecorner.net. We would love to hear from you. Have an excellent corporate week and talk to you soon.